is Joyce with Quiet Talks on the Gospel with a Sunday devotional called Over My Head, and it's about a current event on my blog, which is whatwouldajesusgirldo.com. There is a picture. It's the city of Kiev, the capital of Ukraine, and it says that it has been in current events this week and prior. A few days ago, my husband Jerry and I watched the bombing of Ukraine ordered by Putin, who is a dictator. I had a gut reaction of nausea, shaking, and tears. Except for movies, it was impossible for me to understand and imagine what it's like to be sheltered with bombs falling. Years ago, a man had wanted me to guess what had happened when he was stationed in Vietnam. He kept making a sound, but he was slow to recognize my ignorance as he repeated the sound over and over, but I did not know what he meant, and he never did tell me. I think for the people in Kiev, the specific sound did not matter as their focus would have been, how close is it, and what if it falls on us? The next morning, I read in my one-year book of Quiet Times with God by Jill Briscoe the story a friend had shared with her. Her husband walked out, leaving her and three children after a 30-year marriage. The day he left, one of his children said, But Dad, you've always said Mom is one in a million. Well, now I've found one in a billion, he coolly replied as he left. The mom told Jill she was swamped for months, but then found Jesus. A special verse, Ephesians 1.22, made all the difference to her. The God who not only spoke the universe into existence, but who raised Christ from the dead, and who put all things under Christ's feet, and gave him to be the head over all things. Ephesians 1.22 had power that is far beyond any possibility of measuring. That is a quote from A Word for the Day, Key Words from the New Testament by J.D. Watson. The mom, and myself, by the way, saw that the scripture stated anything over my head was under his feet. Did I immediately relax? No, I was swamped too, but there was more help to come. I have several Elizabeth Elliot books. She was faced with many confusions and uncertainties after the death of her husband, Jim. It was a great help 
to her to simply do the next thing. She was back on the mission field where her husband had been murdered. Lots of demands were made on her that Jim had taken care of. How did she face all that with a baby in hand? She went at it, do the next thing, and then the next, etc. Emily P. Freeman has a podcast, Do the Next Right Thing, if you're interested. That has been my plan along with limiting how much news I watch. I want to know what's going on, but not let it overwhelm me again. For me to do the next thing is to love God, love and take care of Jerry, and be healthy myself so I can do the aforementioned. Here is a verse from Matthew 24, 6. It is in red because the words belong to Jesus. You will be hearing of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not frightened, for those things must take place. But that is not yet the end. This, then, is my plan. Pray. Trust God and do the next thing. Lord bless you and keep you and mind how you go. Till next time, with love and prayers, Joyce.